1: Andre, you recently bought something very special, very unique, and something that I think everybody wants to talk about, including me, because I want to grill you about this Ford F-150 that you bought.
2: Nathan, but I thought we were friends. Why would you grill me? I'm going to make it public, too, because I want to find out why he
1: chose this truck over other trucks, and why he chose this trim over other trims.
2: Okay, so should I say what I bought? Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> stop and then reset. Okay, all right, so this was a long time coming, by the way. Okay. If you've been watching TFL Truck and seeing our website, I think I've been talking about getting a new truck for about eight years. Yeah, about that. <laughs> and of course, I mean, I had like a Chevy Duramax before that, and then I, I purchased the Hummer H2 yeah. that the company had, you know, here at TFL, and then finally, Um, And this was crazy, dude. In about July, uh, I checked my uh, records. It was July 22nd, I believe, where I ordered or pre-ordered the F-150. Right. This is a 2021, the new generation of the truck. And back in July, this was before some of the specs were released. Congratulations, you have now tuned into TFL Talk, where we discuss everything automotive, whether it's cars or trucks. This is the one place where you can be sure to get independent and honest reviews. Let's get back to the show right now. Right. But I kind of knew that they had, the, you know, the new special powertrain, which was going to be the hybrid. Right. I knew that and I knew that I wanted to try out a new brand, you know, because we've had, I've had Chevys for a while, yeah. you know, GM trucks. I've had, you know, we've had the Ram Rebel before, mm-hmm. and the Chevy Trail Boss before that, and uh, I just wanted to switch brand, and I chose a Ford. Okay, okay.
1: So let's let's recap, okay, because we have to make sure everybody understands this. Now, Andre bought a 2021 Ford F-150 Hybrid, but it's the XL model, unlike the model that we had before. Now we did have a hybrid but it was uh, was the fully loaded limited truck limited yeah. which was ridiculously expensive and you know packed with everything. Andre pretty much did the opposite but he kept the same powertrain. And I'm very curious about the process that led up to this, but I'm also curious to why he decided to get this truck now before we go any further. I have to say that when we got the hybrid and we were testing it Andre was like a chimpanzee on Red Bull, <laughs> he was all over the thing, uh, definitely caressing it from time to time. So I could tell he fell in love with the truck right when we got it. Now take
2: it from here. Wow. Well, okay. So, so this is um, my personal truck now. So mm-hmm. I did not have an unlimited budget. No. Right. My budget was very limited, and I also had to convince my wife and <laughs> my family that this was a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So this was also a very difficult uh, decision. But uh, what was kind of my, my turning point, right, with my wife, mm-hmm. is that the fuel efficiency. You yeah. know, she cared a lot about fuel efficiency. And I said, well, honey, you know, this new hybrid could potentially do well. This, remember, this is before the EPA ratings came out. Right. Right. So, and she's kind of into electrification. Right, so, right. she finally agreed. So, that was, that was the first win. Okay. Right? So, the second win was... Or the second thing I did was I wanted, like, one of the more affordable trucks. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love the technology. I love massaging seats, as you know. I love, you know, reclining seats where I can sleep in my truck. But, no, I I wanted to keep it as affordable as possible because all prices are growing. Right. Right, and I couldn't afford an $82,000 truck. Right. So, Excel, that's where I kind of, you know, zoomed in on the Excel, which is the base truck. But then Ford actually offers a variety of powertrains, which not many other manufacturers actually do. No, well,
1: nobody has this type of powertrain really available. And there are other uh, hybrids out there, technically speaking. I mean, if you look at the, what, the e-torque system, whatever that yeah. is on the um, RAM, but that, this is, you know, a serious hybrid system, something that impressed everybody when it came to the studio. So explain how this system works.
2: Yeah, so this is called a full hybrid. Right. What does that mean? That means the vehicle, in this case the truck, mm-hmm. is able to uh, drive on the electricity alone, mm-hmm. be it very limited distances, at right? slow speeds. and uh, at, Well, slower speeds, but I've now lived with the truck for a week. Uh-huh. So now I've been, you know, you know. <laughs> This is my truck. So I've been super critical, right? Uh, right. And I'm watching every millimeter and everything it's doing, right? Mm -hmm. So all this stuff. I drove home last night from the office, which was about 23 miles approximately, 24 (laughs) miles. And after, the truck gives you like a report Mm -hmm. when you shut it down, uh, after you get to your destination. Right. Gives you a little report on how you did. And it said 24 miles approximately and about 6 miles, I think it was 5.8 miles electric. Well, so if you think about it, if you calculate, it's about 24%, which kind of blew my mind. I'm like, wait a minute. This is like 24% of my trip was done on electricity alone.
1: So I'm I'm guessing that the 24% that it's calculating is based on stop and go traffic. Yes. Because you know, for those of you who don't know, Andre, you know, and I both live pretty fair distance away from the office. And as such, we have to do a lot of highway routes and whatnot, but there's also some stop-and-go tra- uh, traffic involved.
2: Yeah, and this trip was really, I would say my average speed was about 35 to 40. Mm-hmm. So judging by the time it took me to, to do this, which was about 40 minutes, um, yes, so there's some stop-and-go, right. and how the system works, it has regen braking, right? mm-hmm. so you're regaining some energy on the way when you're slowing down. Right. There's also some gentle hills, so when you're going downhill, once again, you're kind of recouping some of the energy. Right, when you
1: take your foot off the accelerator, then it will lightly clamp down and get a little bit of energy back, am I Yeah,
2: it's basically using the electric motor in those beginning stages, right? uh-huh. and the electric motor in this case is sandwiched between the engine, which is a twin turbo V6. Right. It's the big one, too. Yeah, it's the EcoBoost. Um, and the electric motor is between the engine and the 10-speed automatic. So it's kind of a sandwich inside of it. And other manufacturers has used have used similar yes, systems yeah. before. Uh, but this one is able to regen some energy, obviously, using the electric motor. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it does have brakes, of course. Um, and then um, so and it can actually I can see the tachometer go to zero. Mm-hmm. For example, when I'm coasting, um, sometimes when I'm accelerating, too. So that
1: shuts the engine off completely. Yes. And then it can start basically at the drop of a dime when it needs to, boom, you're, you're running again, especially when you need extra power.
2: Yeah, but it's not like a plug-in hybrid would be. It's not like you can drive for 30 miles with pure electric you know, right, uh, right. drive. This is not it. And if, you're, if even, even if you ask for like 20% throttle, mm-hmm. if you want to have a more brisk acceleration, boom, the engine comes on immediately. Because it says, okay, the electric motor is there, but it's not powerful enough for me to give you full acceleration. So I got to kick on the engine and actually go.
1: How big's uh, the battery in this?
2: This is one and a half kilowatt hours. Okay. And I haven't really found it yet. I think it's hidden somewhere uh, <laughs> between the cab and kind of the frame okay. know, of the truck. Uh, but it's all, you know, it's not really supposed to be like, you know, I'm not supposed to service it or anything, it's just Right, there. you're supposed
1: to leave it alone. Well, a majority of the components are pretty much underneath the, you know, the in between the frame rails, so to speak.
2: Yeah, and it's not intruding into the cab. Right. You know, because I was a little bit worried, you know, are they going to put the battery underneath the seat? Right. In which case, you know, I'm losing storage, right? I'm re- now, there's
1: an interesting thing about your truck, uh, unlike the um, one that we had, the you know, the really, really loaded one. Your truck, because it's an XL, has bench seats front and rear, right?
2: Yeah, so I have a folding front seat, mm-hmm. so I can put three people uh, in the front, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, no, that um, is. Uh, yeah, actually. and actually put my son. My son is ten years old, uh-huh. um, so he's not super tall, obviously yet. Um, he was able to sit in the front, in the front middle, mm-hmm. pretty comfortably.
1: Right, right. Uh, old school for those of you who don't remember those <laughs> days when cars had bench seats and whatnot, and you could put three in the front and three in the back. Yeah. Basically, that's what Andres managed to do, which is great because. And once he got rid of his Hummer, he didn't really have a high-capacity vehicle for people. Yeah, so
2: now I can bring six people with me right. and stuff because I have the full bed, right?
1: Right. So now, that reminds me, What it, now this vehicle, obviously if you go higher in the trim level and you start adding stuff to the truck, more and more crap, you lose capacity, right? So big wheels and all the extra stuff that you could put inside, your capacity does drop. What is your capacity given the fact
2: that your vehicle is pretty much a base model? Yeah, well, I do have a couple options, and okay. that's next. But my payload rating uh, for this truck—this is a four-wheel drive crew cab with a short bed—seventeen uh-huh. um, hundred pounds. Okay, which is not bad, actually. Yeah, it's it's right up there on the averages. Yeah, the, the battery obviously takes away a little bit of mm-hmm. that weight. Um, also, the electric motor is not free. You know, right, right. If, if it, takes it costs have weight. It costs money, and it uh, obviously wastes something. Um, so like I said, um, I set out to build kind of the most affordable hybrid, mm-hmm. but in the end, dude, it was over 50 grand. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me just kind of explain how I got there. Okay, please. So uh, really quickly, so I, I knew I wanted a four wheel drive truck, obviously. Mm-hmm. That costs money. Right. Crew cab, I needed it for the family. Right. So I knew that costs money, but currently the hybrid is only available as a crew cab. So I had no choice. So I had to get a crew cab, which is great. Uh, then I wanted FX4 Why mm-hmm. FX4? Lock so, and rear diff? Yes, that Ash. was a huge one and also skid plates mm mm-hmm. um, It also comes with tires and I was kind of surprised I couldn't actually choose a tire when I was ordering the truck Right, but it showed up with Pirelli's on it. Yeah, those Scorpions, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right That's kind of it it's kind of cool actually I, cool better than I thought it would be in it, some off name that you know, you didn't yeah
2: yeah, so it's ATRs, it's a new tire, it was mm-hmm. developed specifically for the F-150, Right. Uh, they're called Scorpion ATRs, and it was negative eight a couple of days ago, Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. very cold, very snowy, and they did actually pretty well on snow and ice.
1: Yeah, they, they seem so far to be, we did a shoot just a few hours ago, we were on a snowy, you make- didn't even seem to have any problems with the attraction.
2: Yeah, so this is a cool tire because it's also pretty quiet. But unfortunately, it may, it looks a little bit small on the truck, right? When you come up to the truck, well, you got tiny
1: wheels on that thing, don't you? Uh,
2: th- it also has 17-inch steelies. Um, <coughs> so the steel wheels are there. Um, so then, okay, so I had to spend money on the four-wheel drive system. Right. FX4 package cost me another thousand bucks. Okay, and that also includes the uh, drive modes with the rock crawl mode. Oh, okay. Which is, okay, not a huge deal, but it's kind of cool to say, my truck has rock crawl mode, right? Like the big Super Duty Tremor and, you know, the other trucks. Um, so that's there. Then I wanted towing. Mm. You know me. Well, right? well, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, I had to tow. We have a ski boat that we uh, carry around with us, so behind just, us.
1: Just for you guys out there, Andre is one of the few people in the universe who actually uses his boat as often as he humanly can. <laughs>
2: Yes. So and we're in Colorado, which means we have very little water. So (laughs) yeah. So I have to take my boat from lake to lake to lake to lake to lake. Some long
1: distance. Not only that, but you have have family in other states, and you visit them annually. Well, with the exception of COVID, and so you're going to be doing a lot of driving. So you need long range and towing ability.
2: Yeah, which is uh, this truck could offer and does offer. So I did the towing package, and I chose towing mirrors, mm-hmm. the giant ones, right, right, uh, which is cool. And these towing mirrors are actually kind of carryover design from the previous truck. Mm-hmm. And I, I always liked uh, this mirror. Um, and then I'm kind of a tech geek, right? Kind so, of. so you know me. So I, I was looking at the order sheet, and I said, well, you know what? I kind of want the latest sync system, because mm-hmm. I don't want to deal is with it. Is that sync 4 then? Sync 4, yeah. Okay. I wanted the latest sync, and there was an option for that. And then I wanted um, Copilot 360, which is kind of the driver assistance package.
1: Mm, that's lane keep assist and yeah. a few other things, right? Blind
2: spot monitor, um, radar, our, uh, cruise control. Well, no, it does oh, not it have, have, adapt- have that. No, really? so you have to step up to other models. Oh, uh, wow, well, yeah. uh, right, right. Although okay. it does have that camera that points forward, right. you know, and actually sees the highway. And it won't drive itself. <laughs> this one, this one won't do that. It won't break, uh, right.
1: What about brake brake assist and some stuff like that?
2: You know what, I haven't, I, I think it has collision, like avoidance alert mm-hmm. system, but um, I haven't obviously kind of I, I'm happy it. to test that for you. I, I'm not gonna test that for okay, right you, quite okay. yet. Okay. The truck has only 190 miles on it. So far. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so, so I spent money on that. Like mm-hmm. the towing package was another grand. Right. The um, 360. What
1: is your, so what is your towing capacity then?
2: So I did not, speci- well, I did not choose the max tow. Package which kind of gives you heavier springs, mm-hmm. right? Um, so as it is, it's 11,000 pounds.
1: Well, that's more than I mean you're
2: telling what five I'm talking about six six thousand Yeah, pounds? so 11,000 pounds was more than enough for my needs mm-hmm. and what I'm doing And also that's more than enough any have done. I would say
1: well. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so and yeah. I mean that is I mean, the numbers are really high so continue going and then I have some questions about why you bought this
2: truck Okay, so the final thing uh before we get some to more accessories and options was the power Mm -hmm. right that was a that was also a big uh positive that kind of helped me decide 430 horsepower yeah and 570 pound-feet of torque
1: which makes it more powerful than any other f-150
2: on torque on torque yes out there and you actually had the opportunity you raced the raptor in the the other limited truck we had. Right,
1: right. We have a video on that
2: and the uh, hybrid did extremely well. So, and I knew when I saw that, I wasn't there by the way, I wanted to be, Sorry. but I, I wasn't there unfortunately. But when I saw that you and Roman were racing each other and I saw how quick that hybrid was and that that was very heavy truck because it had the sunroof. And the seats. Everything it, else. Yeah. Um, so I was like, hmm, if my truck is lighter, which it is, mm-hmm. uh, by about 400 pounds, this truck weighs about 5,600 pounds at the curb. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be faster. It, it should be, <laughs> actually. So, yeah, so I haven't tested it yet, obviously. I'm still kind of in the break-in period. You know? Yeah, you,
1: you don't want to uh, push it until you break it in a little bit, I get it.
2: So, and I haven't told, obviously, because once again, break-in mm-hmm. period. So, so, that's all good stuff. So, I don't know, so far, the Experience has been pretty good. I got it at Brighton Ford, mm-hmm. uh, Colorado, and uh, they gave me a small deal. But it's already a basic truck, so I couldn't get those giant discounts, right? You know, so that a lot of people say, Oh, but there was no
1: markup or anything like that. No, right? no markup. On that's that truck. that's really important to know because there are a lot of other uh, guys out there who do markup these trucks, so um, especially because the hybrid is such a new truck. For Ford, yeah, right. and
2: I've seen a couple of other hybrids on the lot, mm-hmm. so they're starting to arrive. This is not the first one, obviously, right? right. Uh, but it was unique because it was a base model. Mm-hmm. All the other, most of the other ones I saw uh, were like Lariats or XLTs or King 60 Sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, those are right. huge, uh, huge trucks and huge prices.
1: Do you have your the in bed plugs and all that stuff
2: like the other one did? Yes, I did. Ooh. So that was seven fifty, seven hundred fifty dollars. Mm. Uh, just to get that uh, most powerful inverter system. Right. And that was another thing that... There's remember, two different inverters that are
1: available. On the right? hybrid, right.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I think it's a 2.4 kilowatt and 7.2. And, you know, I checked the box for a $750 option, which was the bigger inverter, because I wanted to play around with it. Well, of course you did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, it would, I mean, the, the idea of, of you having uh, the, the smaller inverter, w- which means you cannot power as much stuff and everything else, For seven hundred fifty bucks,
2: I mean, it's kind of a good deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because if you didn't have that, you would have to bring another generator with you. Well, yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. So, so that was cool.
1: So now you'll be able to go with Mr. Truck out to the middle of the woods, and you guys won't have to worry about a generator making a ton of noise, which his motor or his trailer used to do. Yeah, which that thing made it so much noise, everybody within two miles would like be awake at three in the morning. So now you do not have to worry about that. Um, and, but you also have extreme range with this truck. A, it's even lighter than the one that we had before, so it's entirely possible that the range could even be greater. And I believe they said between five and 700 mile range. Am I yeah, that correct?
2: That's, that's right. But so, first of all, it's been very, very cold. When I got into the truck, when I first purchased it, it was full. The tank was full, and it said about 450 miles. Mm-hmm. But once again, this truck was brand new. It was... Negative seven. <laughs> yeah. So the truck was confused. You know, we didn't know what the heck was going on. But now, as I'm driving it, and I said uh, about 190 miles already, uh, mm-hmm. I drove. Um, the range seems to be staying up. So I think it has a capability of actually having a really long range. It has a 30 gallon fuel tank. That's uh, pretty good size. And 24 mpg, which is the EPA rating. Right. Uh, I'm hoping I can beat that EPA rating, I think. I think
1: I could. Once you break it in, I'm I'm willing to bet you'll be able to get close at the very least. Now I need to ask the question that some of the other guys out there who are not Ford fans want to know. Yes. Why didn't you choose other trucks? Specifically, I went online and I set up a uh, Chevy 1500 Silverado with the diesel. Mm -hmm. And I know you like that truck as well. You and I both agree that that was a really good truck. And I was able to bring it to about the same price as your truck. So, why didn't you buy that one?
2: Well, I think it has to do with a couple of things. One thing that I already mentioned I had Chevy trucks before, but also speed. So, the diesel is great. Mm-hmm. The diesel gets better fuel efficiency on the highway. It does, indeed. We know that, we've tested that. But the diesel has 277 horsepower, and it has a diesel quality where it accelerates good initially, but then kind of slightly. It faster. does fall off a cliff after a while. Um, this should not do that. This has a twin turbo V6 with high end power. So the power goes all the way up to the red line, which mm-hmm. is around 6,000, 6,500 RPM. So that was my, one of my big things. And also city driving. Uh, like you said, we do a little bit of city driving too, yeah. because coming to work and home. Um, and diesels you know, don't do quite as well in the city. They do really well on the highways, mm. but not quite as good as this, on this in the city. Uh, I think
1: there might be another part of that, which is, I think you've had a belly full of diesels, at least owning them. (laughs) Yeah, I've had this. That that uh, that thing costs you a lot of money. And also,
2: some people may have a question, uh, why didn't I buy like a heavy duty Mm truck? Right? Because that's also an option. Indeed. Um, And like I said, 6,000 pound boat, uh, maybe like a bed rack system, maybe with a tent. Mm -hmm. That's the extent of my usage for now. Right. You know, I didn't want to bring a giant trailer with me or... I didn't want to have a big camper, so I did not need a heavy-duty truck. So you didn't
1: need to overkill it, you, you know, with something that just is grossly more than capable.
2: Right. Yeah. So in the end, the sticker price on this truck, and we can continue talking a little bit more about it, mm. was fifty-two thousand. Okay. Uh, which seems crazy for an Excel, doesn't it?
1: It does, but you know, considering what you added to it, you have the top. The only, mo- actually what's weird is that the more expensive option would be the diesel that Ford provides. Am I correct? That diesel, yes.
2: it, which is crazy because it's... Ford does have a diesel. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah they have their V6 diesel, yeah. which is available for the F-150. That one, I, we've all agreed, and we've done other videos where it's okay, but it doesn't compete to the one that GM builds. Uh, that's just a better yes. one. Yeah. And, uh, but it's really expensive.
2: It's about $500 more. Than the hybrid hybrid system.
1: Yes. Yet, the hybrid offers so much more.
2: Including the big inverter generator system and all this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I really got this truck. You're probably going to ask me about Rams next. Yes. And Toyotas and Nissans. Without a doubt. Oh, what's next?
1: Okay, well, let's just cover those three. Because I have a feeling I know why Ram. um, Probably because you don't
2: think of the e-torque system as being particularly good. Well, so... You know what I was thinking this morning, that e-torque kind of should have been what this is. I agree. You know, from but, the beginning.
1: From the very beginning, it should have been this effective.
2: So, so here's what e-torque is, right? Mm-hmm. So RAM introduced this in 2019, mm-hmm. which was about two years ago now. Yep. Yeah. And the e-torque system also uses an electric motor to help the gas engine, right? But the e-torque system doesn't allow the RAM trucks to drive only on electricity. Not it, at all, just, I mean. it just assists the engine.
1: Kind of just to push you off the line a little tiny bit. It does not make the truck any faster, uh, and it's supposed to help fuel mileage. Basically, think about it this way. When you're accelerating from a standstill, that is when you're using a lot of fuel to make, you know, a five or 6,000 pound truck move. So, by having a little electric push, just getting you moving, it should help a little bit with gas mileage, and we've had mixed results.
2: Yeah, and real world, uh, we had a rebel, RAM rebel, with this system mm-hmm. uh, for over a year, yep. and we didn't see real world benefits. Really, wasn't it much. was cool? I mean, it had start stop. It was very smooth. It had all that stuff, but it wasn't quite as effective as this. Which, not even which close. Twenty five percent of my drive was electric. Right. You no, know, that's not. The, you know, that's not what eTorque is about. Right. Um, that was kind of. It. So that was because sort of your main thing. Yeah, is, yeah. that was. Related, I, I had a feeling that was related to fuel efficiency. Right? Okay,
1: so let's move on to Toyota because I know you like the Tundra. Yes. And you could buy for fifty grand a really good Tundra.
2: I could almost buy a Tier D Pro.
1: You probably could. You probably you might be able to negotiate. Not quiet,
2: but maybe. You, you, yes.
1: Mm, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you could get a hell of a lot of truck for that much dough from Toyota. Now, granted, <laughs> your efficiency
2: will drop. <laughs> so, that was a big thing with my wife, right, the efficiency mm-hmm. thing, oh, yeah. and as much as I love the Tundra, and you know what, I'm very excited about the next Tundra, Yeah, me too. even though we know almost nothing about it officially. Yeah, with a lot of rumors out there. Yeah, uh, we think it might be a hybrid too, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I just, I needed a truck this year. Right, I, I right. can't wait another year or two uh, for the next Tundra to come around. Uh, but the Tundra, I was coming, I was leaving the Hummer at 11 MPG. And my wife was wanting something more, more than 11 mpg. And <laughs> the Tundra producing. is rated at about 14 combined, right? Yeah, to, to there you go. So that was a step up. right? But, but still, I couldn't convince her uh, on this fuel efficiency thing.
1: So I'd imagine that kind of falls right into the Nissan Titan as well, that it, you, which is more efficient than the Tundra. It, it is. But yeah. it's not even close to what the Ford is doing with the hybrid.
2: Yeah, and also, you know, the techie thing was playing into it. You mm. know, the, the Titan is really great. Yeah. We both agree. Yes, yes. Um, great sounding V8 engine. Uh, the new interior is really great. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's,
1: it's all-around very competent vehicle.
2: Yeah, but but once again, the techie part in me, with the inverter system on the Ford, and kind of the power that it offers, I kind of leaned against the Ford. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate. What?
1: This is a new hybrid system. It has not been tested for a long period of time. Now, granted, we know that Ford has been testing this system for years and years, you know, building up to actually, you know, doing production. However, usually buying the first year of any new, all new model, all new engine, all new transmission, sometimes there can be glitches. So You are aware of the fact, of course, that that can be you, right? I mean, yeah, so you're going to be uh, hyper aware of that. Now, Andre is hyper aware of a lot of things. Often, you know, when he goes out to do a shoot, he'll sometimes sit out there with a micrometer to make sure that the camera is exactly at the right angle. And, you know, so when it comes to this truck, if it hiccups or makes any sound that you are not expecting, I expect you to freak out, pull some hair out and take and let you know and let me know yeah so you guys you're along for the ride as well because we're going to find out whether or not this all new tech and it is all new tech for ford is you know worth it i i'm thrilled about the numbers i loved testing the truck so i'm very happy for you and also by the way guys i'm i don't care if you don't agree with me that blue is probably the best blue i've seen on a pickup truck period it
2: looks it's it's, Veloc- it's, it's, it's epic. It's Velocity Blue. Velocity yeah. Blue. Um, that's what Ford calls it. And you know what uh, was interesting about this? Huh. Uh, when I was first ordering it in July of last year, mm-hmm. the Velocity Blue was not on the list. Huh. And I was really bummed. And I was like, "Well, what am I gonna do?" And you know, they had the antimatter blue. Yeah, yeah the, I know. I know which one that's. Yeah, like, it's, it's got very a lighter, dark. You know, the but, new Raptor was unveiled in the antimatter. And
1: blue. It, that's yeah, it, but this is
2: this is a slightly lighter hue. Than, this is way brighter. Yeah. It's bright, it's vibrant, and um, not that I wanted to stand out too much, but I didn't want like a dark black truck. Mm-hmm. Like, that wasn't me. Yeah. So, in September, I think, I was you know calling the deal. I'm like. Where's my truck? Yeah, it's been a couple months. Tell me about it. They're like, no news yet. Yeah. And then I looked at the sheet again, and it said Velocity Blue is now available to order. Huh? I'm like, boom! Called the dealer. I said, change my order. Make it Velocity Blue. And they were able to do that. And, with, and they did. They, they,
1: did they bump the price on you or anything like that? No, it
2: was the same like price. Oh, that's great. So, so that that was that was cool. And finally, I got this truck. Six and a half months later.
1: Okay. Now, To be fair, um, Ford isn't the only one that had to go through this really lengthy process. Obviously, with COVID and everything that's gone on, all, almost every uh, automaker out there, truck maker out there, has had to slow down considerably in order to get these, especially these special orders, to get them out. So, yeah. I mean, that, you know, that's the caveat. I think that under normal circumstances, it would have taken half that amount of time. That's my guess.
2: I would I don't know so this was my first all-new vehicle purchase and actually my first order usually uh, when I bought my the last all-new vehicle I bought was a 2002 VW Golf diesel. Yes. Yes, and, which you still have. Actually, I just sold it to a friend. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I'm pouring one up. But, but I, I sold it to a friend, which means it's still I know where it is, yeah. so I can go visit. You can
1: go visit, yeah, and then pat its hood and everything yeah. else. Yeah, and yeah. I
2: actually just talked to my friend Patrick, who, uh-huh. who purchased it, and I was like, "Well, how's the battery? You know, is the battery draining?" He's like, "No, Andre, I go out every day and I start it." Um, so I'm like, "Boom, my golf is taken care of. It's it's,
1: it's being babied to a certain
2: degree, which is great." So. so and I purchased that car by going to the dealer and I saw it on the lot and mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted that one. Got but it. this one was a pre-order, so and I it's ordered. the very it. first pre-order. Yeah, it was the first thing I, I did, and this was a new process for me. I had no idea how long it was going to take, mm-hmm. uh, what it was going to be like. I was a little nervous because I didn't see the truck. You know, like you're you trying to buy something you never see. You know, you know, you you've never seen.
1: Yeah, it was a terrifying process. I yeah, mean, the, I and know. it's
2: expensive. Yes, so, That's so a lot of money. it was it was hard, and then like you said, your point about this is the first year of the new powertrain, right? All this stuff, I was I'm very aware of that. Obviously, um, so far no hiccups, even in the cold weather. Right. I was kind of worried about you know engines shutting off in cold weather and coming back on, but so far it's been pretty pretty good.
1: One thing I remember seeing in the past is Ford likes to do cold weather testing and they like to let people know that they're doing cold weather testing. Yeah,
2: it's part of their marketing.
1: It's of part course. of their marketing yeah. thing. So they have like a special hangar that they go into. It's actually in Florida, I think, uh, the place. Oh yeah, Ian, our videographer. Yeah, Ian had to do that. <laughs> he did
2: great. that once with a Super Duty. That's right. Um, in Florida, believe it or not. Of all places. Um, this is in the Panhandle. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a military base, I think, an Air Force Base. Yeah, uh, sorry, yeah. I'm forgetting a, l- a few details. But, but they have this big hangar where they test cold weather temperatures like negative 40 right right type, super super type cool. type temperatures and he went in there because uh, ford invited us there to show how the super duty was tested mm-hmm. before the super duty came out right and he went into the first room where it was like negative 25 before you get to the next room mm-hmm. and his camera started to like freak out <laughs> you know the screens were shutting off yeah yeah and batteries like, were being batteries sucked up. were yeah. sucked out so it's like the cameras were like failing basically yeah. and these trucks are, of course are there and they're being started right started mm-hmm. up and down so that's that's pretty tough
1: it, it is and then uh, once again Ford likes to let everybody know that that is ex- one of the ways that they test in cold weather and for those of you who do not live in the in North America you may not understand this but we've hit a major cold front now it's not a big deal for Coloradans we're used to cold but for the rest of the country having a truck like this that is filled with electronics, and it really is. Your truck is absolutely loaded with electronics. Yeah. The fact that it starts and runs with no problem being in sub-freezing temperatures, that's impressive.
2: Yeah, and there's another thing, the techie thing mm-hmm. that came into play here. Um, you know, I, I have a 12 Pro uh-huh. iPhone oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. a new phone. I'm not, I'm not bragging, I'm yes, just saying. Yes, you are, and I got a 10, so shut up. I'm just saying I love to, I love to be on the bleeding edge of yeah, technology, yeah. and I have a Ford Pass app And why is it a big deal? Well, it's kind of cool. Well, first of all, I don't have push button start. It's an actual key that I have to put in the truck, but I can start my truck from my phone sitting here in the studio.
1: So you you can't, you don't have a key fob, but you can use your phone and start the truck. Yes, from anywhere. From anywhere.
2: Yes, using the app.
1: So if you're on a trip, once we start traveling again, And your truck is in the driveway, you can screw around with your family and just start it for the hell of it.
2: Yes, I could. Or if you, for example, if you borrowed it Mm -hmm. and you parked it in your house, I could Play with it, and I can turn the lights are, are on. Are you able to shut it off with yes, your phone?
1: Yes, So if I'm driving it, do you think it'll shut off?
2: No, I don't yeah, think it probably It probably has a that. safety feature yeah. <laughs> preventing it. That, that would be, be really bad. funny. That would be really bad that be big funny. brother yeah. type, type, <laughs> well, type stuff. People are concerned about that nowadays, aren't they? <laughs> uh, um, they are. But, but that was also a techie part that I liked. Because right. I looked at Chevy. Mm-hmm. Their app also exists. You know, the Ram app is there, the Nissan app, and the Toyota app. But it looked like right now for trucks... The ford app offered more features hmm. you know i can check my fuel level my tire pressure level um i can check uh if it's be if if i'm using the truck to charge something else like powering a coffee maker for example <laughs> or a campsite uh i can check the status of the charger on my phone right that's kind of cool dude no I, no that's I, I extremely I like cool that. i'm I, I,
1: yeah. you know i Tech is one of those things where it's really cool when everything is working right. So when it doesn't. <laughs> but when it doesn't work, you know, yes. and that, that's kind of the thing that always kind of brings me back to the table is like, you know, the less tech, maybe the better. It depends on the person, of course. So in your case, and, and I think, you know, to, as we start to wind this down, um, Andre, the truck guy, as some people like to call him, baby truck. Or Mr. Truck Jr. Okay, uh, Mr. Toe, um, No, but he found that out of all the trucks he could have chosen, he went for Ford, and he went for specifically the Ford Hybrid in the lowest trim he could afford with the, the goodies that he wanted.
2: Yeah, and in the end, and I would agree with you if you're saying you know fifty to grand for an XL truck. Which is, which is a lot of dough, I agree. But when you break it down and you see the technology that it offers, mm-hmm. you know, the hybrid system was $4,500. Right. The four-wheel drive system was, what, three dollars or $4,000. The towing package was 1000 And on and on and on. It all adds up, right? So, yeah, I mean, I wish I would have had this truck in the low 40s, but I, I wanted all the tech. So this is what I got.
1: Under the circumstances, and I think some people will agree out there, when you go online and you start loading up your truck, even if you get the base model and you start adding things, you're also going to start going in well into the 40s and then hovering. Hell, I started uh, outfitting a Jeep Gladiator just for the heck of it, mm-hmm. seeing you know if I really wanted this, that, and the other, and I was near 50 grand by the time I was done. Yeah. And that wasn't even fully loaded. And that's a smaller truck. Mm-hmm. So I totally get where you're coming from. And what I'm curious about now, is what you're going to do with the truck and what your plans are with the truck. Yes, you're so do a lift, big tires. Mm,
2: I well, big tires. Not initially. Oh. Um, so here's where I am. So partially, um, this is going to be kind of a public thing, right? Because we we want to do a several more videos with this truck. Of course. Um, People... And Roman has thrown this around. I'm sure Roman so had. Roman wants, had nothing to do with this purchase. This is all Andre. Uh, well, Roman wants... Uh, and I, w- I also want to race this truck against the Raptor again. Oh, yeah. So, because... Why not? Mm-hmm. And also, Roman said he was going to bring the TRX. <laughs> this truck is not going to be the TRX. No, it's not going to be the TRX. But but TRX. Why on. not? Let's, we could try. No, 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 no.
1: But yeah. let's race it anyway. I mean, it, 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 it might be...
2: It even might if be closer. It loses,
1: if it's closer, that would be huge. And you know what? That last hybrid was really fast. Yeah.
2: So that mm-hmm. towing, I do want to do another MPG loop with oh, a yeah, trailer yeah, yeah. and without a trailer. Mm-hmm. So we w- I want to figure out and this is also a long-term test. Very you know, long a, term. Yeah, because I own it. Right. So so I I want to leave it alone like without serious mods for at least 10 12 months. This sounds like a long time, but it's, it's, it is, but, it's, but, it's, but it's I want to have a year with it. Um, because if I modified it, if I lifted it, or if I, you know, changed the grill or changed the wheels and tires and did something else to it, tuned it, then something went wrong. I couldn't point a finger at what I, what I, did that, you know? Right. So you what, want to
1: keep it absolutely stocked just to make sure everything is for, good for For the at least
2: first year. And of course, you know me, I, I, I love changing wheels and tires. I want to do a leveling kit on it because the nose, I think, is too low. Mm. It kind of looks like a work truck, because it is a work truck. I mean, well, it is a work truck. Uh, but, but I, you know, the new Tremor F-150 is coming out with mm-hmm. a slight lift and leveling kit. Why couldn't they use that on this truck? I mean, I probably well, could. not only that,
1: but you have an adjustable chin spoiler on that, technically a double chin. I have a double have chin. A double chin yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we just recently shot a video with this in our old uh, 2004 F-150. Yeah. And the approach angle difference is huge. This has a very low approach angle, and I think part of the reason why has to do with aerodynamics in order to make it efficient,
2: yeah, absolutely. All new trucks are getting lower and lower chins, right? <laughs> and of course, that's not great for off roading, no, like you're saying, but um, still. So, a slight lift, I want a bigger tire on it. Oh, the yeah, current uh, Scorpions are great, 37s, um, but no, no, yeah. that would require a big lift, yeah, uh, but but right now, it's a uh, almost a 32. Okay. Which is okay if you're talking about a mid-sized truck. Yeah, yeah, But this is a full-blown full yeah, truck. Yeah, so little, little, uh, those little Little coasters. Yeah. But it could make it quick. Those tires could make it quick.
1: Yeah, and not only that, but the you know, lack of rolling resistance and everything else is going to make it more efficient.
2: Yeah, so I want to keep it i want to add some storage to the truck so mm-hmm. I, i'm going to be doing some storage boxes inside and maybe out uh, in the bed
1: doesn't that is it do you have a bed liner on that one
2: yeah it is it oh. was it it was Damn, uh, i fe- wanted to
1: test out the whole denting it you know oh, you wanted to a, uh,
2: you wanted to drop a toolbox yeah and, and, Oh, i guess now it doesn't matter yeah hmm. maybe That's, in a few months <laughs> drop something well does it it's already lined i mean and, not, i know yeah All right. uh anyway and um so it's going to be a long-term test Uh, Off-road, a lot of you guys out there asked me to take it off-road. Yes, please. So I will. Oh, all right. But in a stock stock form.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see how it does. I'm curious, if you put it into its rock crawl mode, whatever that is, I wonder if it takes the uh, chin and lifts it a little bit, you know? If it takes that spoiler and lifts it up.
2: Well, I don't think it actually lifts the plastic piece that you see in the images. Mm. But what it does, it prevents it from coming down. Okay, because so even if you from dropping. Yeah, even if you're driving faster off-road, like mm-hmm. let's say you're approaching 30, 35 miles an hour, because you're in not off-road mode, it won't lower the chin because uh, it knows you're off-roading. Okay. So at least that's a... So that, that's a plus. That's a plus, at least. Um, but, but yeah, so... There you go. Anyway, um, what, what else was I gonna say? Oh, um, I have rubber floors. That's right, you have vinyl floors. <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah, he went He went full-blown, hard-working cowboy truck. Proper cowboys like an interior that can be hosed out because horse pucket gets into the cab. What if the, you have manure on your boots? That's what I'm saying. And so if you, you know, vinyl, it doesn't matter, you spray it off and everything's fine. truck will smell like a rose in
2: a day. <laughs> I don't know. If I actually got manure, you know uh, our friend David up north, uh, mm-hmm. near Fort Collins, he, he's a yak fa- farmer. Yeah, he likes the yaks. Um, so that's a lot of manure up there.
1: It is indeed. And you got to bring that up there. He's got to see this truck and I'm curious to what his tank is because oh, he's an old yeah. school guy.
2: Oh, you know what? He has all the power tools. Oh yeah, so, so you we can, can plug them all in there. Yeah, we just... can all plug them in and he also has a trail up on the mountainside uh-huh. uh, where a lot of trees fell down. There was a fire recently there. Yeah, that's and right. And a lot of trees just were, were down by the fire. Right. And uh, why not? Why couldn't we chop Go them up? Go up there and
1: plug it into your truck and then chop those little things down if he has some plug in stuff. And on top of that, he's a Chevy guy, so I'm curious to see oh, how. Oh, yeah. He's going to
2: hate this one. Well, I don't know. I well,
1: think he's going to find its tech pretty interesting and then he's going to make it. He like the him. vinyl
2: floors. He'll that play. he's going
1: to like. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. Well, guys, thank you for joining. I'm really curious to what your take is on the expensive yet. Fairly logical truck that Andre bought. We'd love to read your comments below.
2: Yeah, and of course, it's also on the website Mm -hmm. and uh, the TFL truck channel, so you can see it there. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card.